All right, you guys, I am back tomorrow night with my live lessons. I had a minor surgery earlier this month, so I put things on hold just to take some time to rest and show up for myself. And so I have the only live lesson for this month is tomorrow night, February 25th. And this lesson is for you if you have ever felt like you've lost a part of who you are or you are struggling to find yourself within a new role or situation that you are in. This is for you if you've ever thought during listening to this podcast, I love what they are saying about relationships and how to show up for yourself or how to think about a situation differently. If you are looking to set boundaries in your life, this is for you. It is absolutely free. It's an hour that you get to take for yourself to go snuggle up in a comfy corner in your house or in your car or wherever it may be and grab your favorite bevy and listen to how you can start taking bold action in your life. I would love for you to join me. There is a link in the show notes that you can go sign up for this or you can head to our Instagram page and sign up in our bio. You can also sign up via our Facebook group, The Bold Action Takers. So I hope to see you there. This is the only one for the month. So please come join me as we are diving back into taking control of our lives by setting bold boundaries to keep and reclaim our sense of self. See you tomorrow. You were able to be there for her in this way that I couldn't be. Yeah. And to me, it was just one more instance of like a good partnership that we have and we both have penny's best interest at heart and made this about her and not us and and i was genuinely grateful to you for for doing that for her yeah so that was our one-on-one in the bathroom What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband-in-Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex-love, marriage, ex-marriage, divorce, ex-divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself, and then others, like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband, on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. <laughs> are we ready yeah we're recording cool super ready. when you said that's disgusting it's recorded yeah, she burped i don't burp okay. <laughs> so what's up guys how's it going pretty good all is well all is well i think so what's new Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. No news is good news. No news is good news. <laughs> we don't have any. What's new s- with you? Me? Yeah. I feel good today. That's what's new. I've... First time in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What's the difference? What's the difference? Well, I had a biopsy. I think it's called an endometrium. I don't know. Cool. Biopsy. So I had a biopsy on a polyp in my uterus, and it did not make me feel good for like a week afterwards. It was a week ago today. But I don't, as far as we know at this point, I don't have cancer, so that's good. As far as we know, she's not pregnant, so that's good. (laughs) I'd have a pregnancy test before. They would do it, which is a good call. No baby, huh? No baby. Sorry, Matt. I mean, sorry, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Steve's the one that wants a baby. Matt does not. But Matt's the only one that can impregnate Just, me right now. Okay, so. thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Steve's not involved. You're such a loose cannon, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Steve wants to be Uncle Steve. 
<laughs> Steve does want to be Uncle Steve. Yeah, I do. I really wanted you guys to have a baby. <laughs> Sorry. Wah, wah, wah. Although after this surgery that I'm going to have, I might be able to get pregnant more easily. I don't know. They said it's a possibility. Nope. <laughs> but I have to have a willing husband, so mm-hmm. not happening. Sorry. Speaking of having not kids. Sorry. Steve's having kids? You're having a kid? No. <laughs> I haven't gotten anyone pregnant. Oh, good job. Except me. No, <laughs> no guys. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Uh, I was debating whether or not I should put on my Tinder profile that no, I don't want to have more kids. Because I keep ending up dating these guys that want kids. Not oh, dating, really? But like going on dates, meeting these guys that... And they want more kids and mm-hmm. you don't. And honestly, I kind of feel like... One's enough for Steve. It is. <laughs> I need my one and only. There you go. Do you remember for a while when you wanted another kid? No, I swear I never did. You did. You really oh, wanted another kid. Again. I remember just always thinking I was good with Penny. I cannot imagine mm-hmm. having another kid and loving another kid as much as I love this one. So I just want this one. You used to talk to me about having another kid. And then I reminded you. And then he started talking to me about having another that kid. You would have to, <laughs> <laughs> that you would have to have the kid 100% of the time. It was like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, my gosh. I do remember this. <laughs> yes. Okay. But not with you. Not I wanted to have kid another with kid me. with. You were like, thinking about having. Sebastian or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. And I was like, but Steve. You realize this is but a full time kid. The kid doesn't come to my house when Penny time. comes to my house. And I was like, but why? <laughs> yes. That was the response. Was like, like, oh, duh. Not, not my really, kid. But... I would babysit occasionally, maybe. Maybe. But <laughs> I wouldn't take your kid every time I had our kid. All right. So. So that scratch that plan. <laughs> yeah. After that response, there was no plan. <laughs> I'm glad you remember now. No, now though. Whoa. That's okay. What just happened? <laughs> it's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a good day. It's actually been a great day, and I'm really hyper. I can tell. A little bit of caffeine. I haven't had any caffeine. See, this is me on a normal day when I feel good. Didn't you take some Excedrin? That was at eight this morning because I was getting a headache. But that is not still in my system. Tension headache. Hmm. Because I had a real bad headache last night. You know what? They do a really good job of getting rid of your throat clearing. They do. Your phlegm? (laughs) Your phlegm. I was trying to say throat clearing, but I couldn't say it. She's slurring your words. I don't know why I have to clear my throat so much. It's okay. Maybe we should talk to the doctor. About I really it. should. It's like a thing. Aren't I... you going to the doctor because you're tired all the time? Yeah. Did what... I tell you that? Penny told me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we know everything. <laughs> hey, did you add to your stripes in the last couple of days? No, it's the same. Oh, the same one. I was wondering if you could actually put stripes in my sides. Of course I could. Okay, can we make a design in my hair We're all copying a (laughs) three-year-old. No, no, no. I don't want to copy the three-year-old. I want my own unique design. Because I do these sidelines, you know, and usually I just do like... Straight. A couple of... Three lines. Ladder. Steps, not ladders. And he was like, wait a second. I'm not straight. I can have crooked lines. (laughs) Good one, Matt. I just saw... (laughs) 
I just saw this kid that had a Z on the side, and I was like, oh, I could rock that. It wasn't just some kid. It was a three-year-old toddler. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Whose name started with a Z. Yeah, but <laughs> he looked good with a Z in his hair, and so do I. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a lightning bolt anyway. You're rocking it. Yeah. Yours isn't a Z. Yours is just cool lines. I right. just like the fact it's just on one side. I only ever do one side. Okay. It would be too hard to match it on the other. <laughs> Good point. So when you do Plus mine, I, I, like I can't little, do both sides. I like a little asymmetry. I could probably match them on someone else's head, just not on my own. I don't trust you. <laughs> well, Can right you then. do a star? We could try. Hmm. A star? Why yeah. would you want a star? A star. Okay. Like the Star of David or something. No, huh? just a star. Oh. <laughs> Just a star, because that makes sense. Yeah. Why not? It'd be cute. Super cute. Mm-hmm. Except it'd take up your whole head. Just a side. No. <laughs> okay. So, to start this week off, we wanted to go back a little bit to talk about some events that happened while Steve was still dating Tommy. So, we kind of were talking about the end of Steve and Tommy, but... One very important event happened for Matt during this time. For me? For Matt, that we wanted to include in this. Oh, yeah. So. (laughs) That was fun. It was a very fun event. Yeah, I went to Corvette. Might have been the best day of Matt's life. No. (laughs) I'm just kidding. What happened, Matt? She was testing me there, right? (laughs) You passed. Good job. For you. (laughs) Yeah, I won a Corvette. This is the best part of the story. In a raffle. In a raffle. Yeah. Bought a raffle ticket. Bought Actually, a raffle. didn't you buy like a thousand raffle tickets? Something like that. You bought a hundred. I bought it. You bought, a, yeah. I bought a thousand dollars worth of raffle tickets. For the raffle, each raffle ticket went to a charity, right? $20. Oh. Yeah, it was towards a charity. So it was And you bought a thousand tickets? No, a thousand dollars. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That'd be real impressed with your charitability. <laughs> yeah, it was. Just gonna do that in the microphone. Yeah. She's making it rain. Making it rain. <laughs> it was for a charity, and the charity is uh, JDRF, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. And there is a local car dealership. The charity was CFM. Corvettes, I don't know that. Corvettes for Matt. Corvettes oh. for Matt. <laughs> no, it should be CF, CFF. CFF. Corvette for Fruz. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna, we'll explain that in a moment. Yeah. <laughs> so. Didn't you enter like the day before? Uh, yes, it was. The, the day very before. last day you could enter, Matt. Well, my dad hit me up. He's like, hey, I need to raise some money for this. Yeah, so go back. What was the real charity since I cut you so off? So the charity is JDRF, Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. And a local car dealership who's close to that charity and puts on the raffle. They buy a Corvette and they raffle it off. Every year? Every year. Well, like for like... Like four or five years or something? Something like that. It's been a while. And these are like vintage, like retro, yeah, whatever the word is. For the most classic part, Corvettes. they're classic Corvettes. And uh, this particular one that I won was a 1978 Corvette, the silver edition. T-top. Yeah, T-top. <laughs> silver edition. Yeah. White leather interior. White. Yeah, it yeah. was white. Really? Yeah. This is- well, you got, I, you I got thought it was tan. with white leather interior? I guess I never saw it. 
thought you did. Yes, you did. You drove. Thanks for taking me for a ride. Did you go for a ride? Nope. Sure didn't. How did you never go for a ride in the Corvette? How did I never go for a ride in the Corvette? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, Steve. Okay. My favorite part of this story, though, is the week- My dad went for a ride in the Corvette. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Steve's dad went for a ride in my Corvette with me. So the weekend before the raffle, we thought was the weekend of the raffle. And we didn't hear anything about it. So we're like, oh, we didn't win yeah, the Corvette. Whatever. And Matt's like, I always win these things. I always win these things. I'm like, bull crap, man. And so then the <laughs> Do next you always weekend, win these things? Just some kind growing of th- up, he yeah. won raffles a lot. These raffles. Like, I got lucky. Like what raffles? Just random raffles. Like I would, stuff Sarah, I want to hear your presents. I don't like it's a, like, like school a, raffles. Like a like, pencil box or? Yeah, like a pencil box or, yeah. An eraser. <laughs> yeah, an eraser. Shaped like a Corvette. Yeah, an eraser. <laughs> It's kind of like as a kid, I always won those guess how many things are in the jar. Yeah. Always won those. I was really good at it. Well, like even very small, minute example is I remember that we were on a family reunion vacation in Lake Tahoe and my uncle from Florida was there and he was going to take his family out on a boat on Lake Tahoe and there was only enough room for one other person. (laughs) This is a big family reunion, right? Matt's got big families. (laughs) And so- my uncle decides, okay, for anybody who wants to go, we're going to do a raffle. We'll just do a raffle and we'll just pull the ticket out to see who gets to come with us. I won. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. it was awesome. It was a fun boat ride around Lake Tahoe. So Matt's telling me this, that he wins raffles, raffles. fairly often. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. So funny. And then he's out of town for work the next yeah, weekend. I was in and San Diego. The day before his birthday. And I get this call from his dad. And he's like, where's Matt? Why isn't he answering his phone? And I'm like, I think he's in the airport, like getting ready no, to fly at, home or something. Or in a bre- meeting. I was at breakfast with yeah, He's with, with a, a client. client. And so he's not answering his in phone. In San Diego. In San, in San Diego, Diego on a Saturday morning. And he's like, well, I really need to talk to him. And I'm like, I, I can't help you out, man. <laughs> and he's like, well... Matt won the Corvette. And he's like, and I was like, what? And, I, and I'm on speakerphone and didn't know it. I'm like, Al, stop messing with me. Like, there's no way Matt won the Corvette. He's like, no, he won the Corvette. And then I hear all these people start laughing in the background. And I'm like, oh <laughs> my gosh, Matt won the Corvette. Wow. So then after I processed all that, I'm like, Al, can I come down and pick up the Corvette right now? And he's like, get down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so finally my dad gets a hold of me. After breakfast, like he's blowing up my phone. I'm like, my dad never blows up my phone like this. And so I was like, ah, we gotta, we gotta finish up here. So we finish up breakfast pretty quick, and I call my dad. I'm like, hey, thinking what? Thinking somebody has died. And I'm like, <laughs> my dad never blows up my phone like this. And so somebody, somebody's died. Somebody's injured. Something's wrong. And so like I'm looking at, him like, oh, preparing myself for a death in the family. And my dad's again put me on speakerphone. I'm like, hey, dad. Saw that you called. 18 15 times. times. <laughs> <laughs> you want a Corvette. Anyways, so. And yeah. I had the same uh, reaction. Whatever. Yeah, like whatever, Dad. <laughs> like, you're joking. And then, again, the laughter in the background. So I drove up and picked him up from the airport in the Corvette. Well, that was the thing. Is like I was in San Diego still, and I wasn't going to be home until later that evening. And I'm like, just get me home. I want, I want to go <laughs> pick up this Corvette. Uh. It's yeah, fun. sweet. So, so Jessica went and picked it up. 
so Steve's comment to the why they why they renamed the charity CFF CFF Corvettes for Fruz. It's because two years later, Matt's dad won the Corvette. Yeah, wasn't it the next year? No, it was two years. There was a year in between where Fru did not win. The Corvette, but, oh, but it was so flawed system. <laughs> flawed system. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my dad, my dad won a ninety. I believe it was a ninety-two. Yeah, it was newer. Okay, Corvette. Yeah, but. not that that's new, but <laughs> newer, newer. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, that happened a little bit before Penny's birthday, or Penny, yeah, Penny's birthday, and then Penny's baptism, and that's really what we're going to talk about is Penny's baptism. Yeah. Because that was when Steve and Tommy were still together, and it was a significant day for, I think, all of us. we talked about this already, or was that on someone else's podcast? No, we didn't. We talked about it somewhere else. We haven't talked about it in depth on on ours at all. Okay. So, yeah. You know, it's interesting. Within the church, like, people come to me who have been through a divorce or they're going through a divorce, and this is a big concern for theirs, is either, first, their kid's getting baptized, whether they'll be able to get baptized or not. But the other thing is, it's usually women that come to me and they're like, well, now what happens? Their dad's left the church. I always pictured that they were going to baptize him. And this is another moment that you have to then go in and just change your thinking about this. Yeah. And well, yeah, this isn't just a concern for the moms too. I've had dads reach out to me who are in a scenario like me who are really concerned about who's going to baptize their kid. Yeah. Like, you know, I've had guys ask like, did you, let Penny get baptized. Were you supportive or not? Did you, Yeah. you know, who baptized her? How did you feel about her stepdad baptizing her? Like, I mean, it's, it's a concern on both sides. Oh, I'm sure. And you and I had talked about it, Steve, and you were supportive and fine with Penny getting baptized. Mm-hmm. And Penny wanted to get baptized. She s- was super excited about it. And that's why I was supportive. It was yeah. clearly something that she wanted to do. Yeah. Something she felt passionate about. Something that I didn't see any harm in. Yeah, I'm I'm supportive of her doing what she believes is right for her and and committing herself to good things. And was there any point where you're like, I wish she wouldn't? Uh, no, not not about the baptism. Like, I mean, obviously, there are some things about the church that I worry that. Yeah. If she really is all into much of the church doctrine or at least church culture that, yeah, it could potentially relationship yeah and that if that was the case i would definitely right have a problem with that but and that hasn't been the case i didn't see that being the case with the baptism so i was supportive yeah and that's honestly something that i try to have regular conversations with her about Mm -hmm. because i don't want her beliefs or participation in the church to impact your relationship like Mm -hmm. i want her to love her dad and for you to always be a part of her life. And so, like, when topics come up with that at church, she'll talk to me. Mm-hmm. And inevitably, and they, they will. She, oh, it, it will. She is going it to will. hear things at church that, in her mind, are immediately going to think, Yeah. That's my dad. Yeah. Or, well, she already has. Yeah. And that's happened. Yeah. She has. And yeah. I've talked to her, like, listen, <laughs> we've had conversations like, Penny, I don't understand all of this. I don't know how it all works out, but I do know that we can be a voice within the church of, showing love and helping others feel safe and accepted there as well and helping them think differently about the people they love outside the church that aren't in the church like so i don't know but we'll see how it goes like who knows what's gonna happen right but anyway baptism yeah i was you weren't yeah this was shortly after the church had put out that 
oh, statement yeah. of oh, I forgot about that. It had been a few months before that that they yeah, it was, that they had that there they was a the change in the handbook if or whatever. A child spends any portion of their time in the home of a It didn't say any portion of their time. It did initially. No, it yes, didn't. It Steve. Did. Then no, it said if it they didn't. then what did it say? It said if they were living solely in the home of some of a gay couple. It legit That's did. what they changed it to. No, they like didn't. Like five days later. Because they rescinded their initial statement. No, they didn't. But yes, they did. Seriously. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. The public <laughs> took it as that to begin with. And then there was a no. clarification made because everybody was freaking out. And with while, yes, reason. they still should freak out. Like, there were still issues with that. But. Okay, so well, let's what- go back to what the actual <laughs> statement was because we never finished saying it. <laughs> while people were freaking out about it. like. How many calls were you getting about? Okay, oh, let's let's still finish the statement though. They were saying if the child is spending time in the home of a gay parent, that they can't be baptized, right? No, it was <laughs> if they live with. All right, fine. You tell me if they are living solely in the home of a gay couple, then they can't get baptized. Yes. Okay. And it wasn't. Just, no, 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 no. And actually, what it you wasn't were saying that they was can't. If you were just. If it was just gay. you. If it was our arrangement, she the whole time through this whole ish, issue, this whole change in the handbook, she still could have gotten baptized no matter what. Yeah. As long it would have been the same no, as you Matt's guys, kids. You guys had to have a talk with No, no. With Jerry. No, we didn't. I swear no. you did. No. There had to be Where he just said, Okay, well it's fifty fifty, so we're just gonna And go and with Jerry wasn't our bishop as, anyways. Well, who the heck was your bishop? Who our bishop is now. Oh, okay. Not that it matters, but no. The talk with Jerry was with Matt's kids, and it's it was the exact same as Matt's kids with them getting baptized as it would have been with you and I getting baptized. But you were very you concerned. I, we're, you already, I, we're already <laughs> baptized. Hey, yeah. <laughs> you want to rephrase what you just said? <laughs> as Penny getting baptized between you and I. So mm-hmm. if you had said no, no, I don't feel comfortable with my daughter getting baptized, she wouldn't have been baptized which is fine. Like, mm-hmm. that would have been your prerogative as yeah. a parent. But, no. Both parents have to... Agree. Agree on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you came to me when this whole thing came out, uh-huh. and literally half the people I knew it felt like were coming to me freaking out, and... They were... Well, they were freaking concerned. out because they were concerned that this was going to affect Penny. Right. And her, you know, Jessica's like responding to him like, this has no effect on my child. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Just relax. Because I looked into it from the beginning. I knew people were going to reach out. I knew people were they people come to me for support or to kind of hash things out like this in the church. And so I knew and that's actually how I found out about it. Was one of my cousins right. Right, reached out right away, so I I checked the language of the thing and mm-hmm. everything very carefully. Yeah, you studied it quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to know how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. Well, and you wanted to have the facts straight. Yeah, like, yeah. But they did release Steve a clarification. Yeah, five days later. later, laying this out exactly what you're saying, so that people understood it better. It still wasn't a great thing <laughs> but it was at least a little easier was, to understand it was interesting to me how many gays that were still going to church that that was yeah. the final straw that was what pushed them mm-hmm. to say no more i'm done yeah. with this leaving the church 
Yeah. People that had found a way to kind of balance their yeah. gay life with still their beliefs in the church, but couldn't do it after that. Yeah. I know and I can, quite I can a few. understand that. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't understand completely. And I'm not going to pretend that I do, but there are other things it, I yeah, it genuinely was, love about the gospel. Yeah. So it was just, it was taken by a lot of people as up until now, I feel like you've kind of been neutral about me and who I am yeah. and what it means to be me. But now you've clearly made a stance that no, you're not with me and you don't have my back. Yeah. That which has I, changed some, but anyways, that was leading yeah. up to Penny's baptism. Yeah. It was in that, that and I remember, I remember being concerned, and I don't know if this is something I want to bring up anyways, because, and I think you were concerned that if you were the reason Penny couldn't get baptized, how that would affect you. your family would react to that, because there was already like some tension around that, mm-hmm. and then if you were the reason Penny couldn't get baptized, then it like added to that. Yeah. Yeah. That would have, yeah. A lot of pressure on Steve. Yeah. Like, I can't change that. That's not your fault. (laughs) If that was the rule and how it laid, that wouldn't have been your fault. Right. Okay. Do we want to talk about this anymore? Like, that specific point about it? To be honest, I'm trying to remember the specifics of that. I definitely remember thinking how upset I would be if it meant. For Penny, like, yeah, if Penny didn't get to do what she was super excited about doing because of you, felt was right yeah. for her. That yeah, if the church didn't let her do it because her dad is gay, because of me, like, I remember that weighing really heavily on me. I'm trying to remember specifics about my family, if I, and maybe that was my perspective of it. That maybe that weighed more heavily on you because you were taking that on. Hmm. But I don't know. But I remember anyway. you came to me concerned. Yeah, we had some good talks around it. And then the clarification came out and you felt a lot better about it mm-hmm. just because it it made things very clear about our situation, yeah. for sure. But yeah, this is what I appreciated about this day, about Penny's baptism, is it did not look like I ever would have planned it to look. So Steve, you were in a position to baptize her. Mm-hmm. And so the next person Penny asked about was my dad and my dad's not active. And I said, well, that's not really an option either. So we went to the third string. No, no, no. <laughs> so I told her, I said, here are the options. You can ask your other grandpas. You have two other grandpas that could do this. You have uncles, lots of uncles. And, and well, so I was like 17th string. <laughs> no. That's where you're going with this? No. I included all of her options. That's what it sounded like, right, Steve? Matt, no. And, and you were included in this list as the number one. And who I was hoping she would pick, but I wanted her to know. I wanted it to be her decision because it was her day. Right. Stop being a jerk. Me? (laughs) Hey, you're the one who put him last on the list. (laughs) (laughs) There was no question after her dad and Gramps who she wanted. And of course, those are the two men she's closest to next to you, Matt (laughs) Frew. Right, Jessica (laughs) Frew. I, I had the conversation with her, too, and just asked her quite a ways before her baptism, but just asked, hey, who do you want to baptize you? I was like, you can pick anyone you want. It could be same thing. I went yeah, through a list. These it are all the people. A family member. It could be. Uh, yeah, it could be the bishop. It could be a bishop. It could be anyone that you feel. I was like, it doesn't make any difference who baptizes you. No. This is about you. But 
it, you know, it should be someone that you are close to and feel comfortable with and have a relationship. Yeah. And and her answer was you, Matt. Yeah, there was no question. And I told her, I and said, it was okay. my preference. I wasn't yeah. going to tell her that I didn't. <laughs> but that's who I yeah would have chosen. And I told her, I said, okay, now you have to go ask him. And she like looked at me like, what? <laughs> I said and that same thing when I said, have, and she said that she wanted you to, and I was like, have you, have you asked him to? <laughs> exact same thing. I wonder, did you and I talk about this? Jessica? No, I think it was oh, separate, but I think it was just like, oh, crud. And she probably went through both of us to make sure that she couldn't get one of us to ask. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing Penny hates doing, it is. She's gotten really good at it. What is it? Yeah, say it. Like going up to someone and asking them for something. Like, yeah. Well, and so in this obviously process, it's different in this scenario, but like if she ever I'm trying to think of like at a restaurant, if she wants a refill, I'm like, yeah, go for it. Go ask for a refill. And she's like, no, I just won't get one. Will you do it, daddy? And I'm like, no, if you want a refill, go ask for a refill. She's gotten better. She's gotten better. Anyway, not the same scenario, but no. the point was, yeah, she was hesitant to actually like put on her big girl pants and go ask for what she wanted. You, <laughs> so her she big girl pants you... are bell bottoms, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> are bell bottoms. <laughs> so she asked Matt. Of course, Matt agreed. And you knew, like I told yeah. you she was going to ask just so you knew. But yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm glad you prepared me for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also had her like ask everybody else that was involved. I was like, you need, this is your baptism. Ask who? So like people who were in the prayer circle, like that give her all blessing. She asked those people, witnesses and those type of things. So I think she was feeling very, like she'd taken ownership of this day. And we did it in like, they do it in groups. So all of the kids from November will get baptized at the beginning of December. So there were like four or five other kids that were getting baptized that day. Yeah. And we took up, Penny's section took up half of the chapel, man. Literally 50% of the people in that six person (laughs) baptism were there for Penny. It was crazy. But when you think about it, I mean, she had all of my family there, all of Steve's family there, Steve and his boyfriend and Steve's boyfriend's family, like his mom and sisters were there. Matt's family. Matt's family. And then a a couple friends. Yeah. But I like. That's typical though. It was typical. Penny always has. It's like at swim meets. Penny always has the biggest cheering (laughs) section at a swim meet. (laughs) But like sitting there in this church building with. All these people. All of these people, including Steve's boyfriend and his family. I was like, this is amazing that we can all do this. And I was so touched. And I remember Penny woke up super early that morning because she was so excited. And she and Matt was getting ready to and stuff. And so I don't know why I love this, but like Matt had her come in and pick out his tie and stuff. And she like thought that was a big deal. Well, it's her day. Yeah. She's got to make all the decisions. Yeah. <laughs> so what'd she pick? I don't remember. I think it was a red and blue Oh, I think it was too, that you wore last Sunday to church. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, oh, and I had made her, I didn't make her a baptism dress and she didn't have a white dress, nor did she have a white dress when she got, had her blessing. That's like a, I don't know. You That's me being a rebel, I guess. You're talking about her baby blessing. Her baby blessing. Got it. 
which is kind of like church culture is they need to have a white dress for both of those events. But I did make her a jumper to get baptized in and it was super cute. I loved that. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> it just made me really happy. And Steve, after the baptism, you asked if you could speak and Bishop had said that was fine. And you mm -hmm. said a few words of just telling her, did you want to tell him what you said? Sure. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> so like, yeah, I had wanted to participate and I wanted to like, I wanted, I wanted to show my support and make it clear that I wasn't yeah. just like there begrudgingly tolerating this, like it was happening against my will or something, but I wanted to make it clear that I supported Penny in this choice that she'd made. And so, yeah, so I spoke, started to at least, I, I had like a little five or 10 minute thing prepared and I've always liked public speaking and I loved giving talks in church and teaching yeah. lessons or whatever. And it was something that comes naturally to me, but for whatever reason, getting up there, it just didn't. It like, it felt, I started saying what I had prepared and I just thought this is not like. Not the place. No, I, it was, it was a message directed to Penny. It was my thoughts to her that I wanted to know how she, how I felt about this decision and this choice and what it meant to her and what it meant to me. And, Basically, it was very much my show of support to her. And I just thought, this is not something, one, she's not going to get the message like this right now. She's, you know, there's 8,000 people distracted. in this room and she's distracted. And and two, I just thought, for some reason, it stressed me out saying all of this in front of everyone who, I mean, I felt a little, I mean, it was a daunting yeah. <laughs> experience, like yeah. being at my daughter's baptism that I didn't perform, which is a big deal. Like, to not be the one baptizing your child is, I mean, like, a lot of people would judge that very harshly. And anyway, I just, I just thought, I'm going to share this with Penny later, one-on-one. -on -one. Like, the thoughts I have, I want her to know this, and I want her to, to hear these things, but I don't need any of the rest of these people to hear it. These are, these are thoughts for my daughter. So I just, I kept it very short and sweet, and finished it and then she and I had a conversation one-on-one -on -one later but um but you expressed your support yeah in that in those few minutes yeah. and it, it was awesome the baptism in general was like stressful <laughs> leading yeah. up to it just because so I've never like I'd never introduced a guy to anyone in my family and was not at all ready to introduce Tommy <laughs> to my family or vice versa what Better occasion than a baptism. And it, it, yeah. <laughs> and it really stressed me out, like major anxiety months prior leading up to this of like, how am I going to do this? Like, I'm not going to not invite my boyfriend. Like he and Penny have yeah. a relationship. His family and Penny have a relationship. They're going to want to be there because they love Penny and they want yeah. to support her. And like, yeah, it's a church thing. I don't know. I just, I really stewed about it for the longest time of like, how am I going to handle this and what is this going to look like? And worlds there's a lot of moving pieces. There and, there a lot of exactly. Moving, worlds colliding. Yeah, there's a lot of moving pieces and there's a lot of moving relationships that are going to be in that one room. Right. And I didn't want to make this about me. Right. And I was worried that it might kind of seem like it was going to be about me. And I just, I don't know. So I really stressed about it. And I like legit shed tears over this at one point, like talking to my family, actually. Yeah. Telling them. We went to Penny's cousins. cousin's baptism a few months before, or a month before, or whatever it was. It was a month before because they were born yeah. the same day. Yeah. <laughs> but 
and telling them all like, hey, you're all invited to Penny's baptism. Like, I feel like I need to give you ample warning that my boyfriend will be there and his family if you don't. And like, and I'm not, and I was stressed about like, how am I going to act in that scenario? Like, yeah. Will I be genuine and authentic and do what I n- would normally do? Or am I going to like shy away from that? And like, I don't know. And I just, and I told them I couldn't do that. So I was just like, hope you guys will be there. Penny wants you to be there. This is about her, not me. But just know if you come, you will see me with a boyfriend. And if you bring your kids, they will see me with a boyfriend. And I will be my normal self with him. And I forgot if affection is expressed, Mm -hmm. so be it. Like I I can't I can't bring myself to act differently. I I remember so we had lunch at our house Mm -hmm. after. And I remember there was a point in time where you were with Tommy in our living room Mm -hmm. and you were holding his hand. And I didn't think much of it because I'm we were fairly used to it. comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. I was comfortable with Tommy. I really liked Tommy. and But I immediately thought, oh, man, that's a bold move by Steve. That is a bold move by him to hold his boyfriend's hand in front of his family who has never seen him do this. And I just was like, okay, I wonder how his family's taking it. It seemed to me like... And again, this was like a major internal conflict, but it seemed worse to me to act differently. Yeah. Like the statement it would have sent to my boyfriend. Right. I just, I couldn't do that. Like. Acting different. Yeah. Like any possibility of shame or, I don't know. I just, I I couldn't choose to be different than how I would have been otherwise. And that really stressed me out that that was what I had to do and that it might reflect negatively on family relationships but well and even deeper than that it's what are you saying to yourself right if you can't show up in this moment as your true self and you didn't do anything like holding this hand like i don't remember anything that was out of line or over the top or and, and you it know, was nothing whatever that... it was totally normal what you would expect for somebody who had a boyfriend it wasn't any more any less than what would have been just our norm yes. and what what the norm is for penny yep what she had seen yeah day in and day out and but man it stressed me out having family and boyfriend and boyfriend's family all together <laughs> but kudos to you steve i mean <laughs> for doing that because you knew that was what was important for your daughter mhm And you've said that over and over again as we've gone through this, that you wanted to make sure it was about Penny. And it was. And she felt that. And I wonder (laughs) what her... She'll always remember that. I wonder what her takeaway was or is from that or initially remember. She's brought up her baptism. She brings it up to me, not like a ton, but on a regular basis. And she tells me what a great day it was. And that's what she'll always remember. Right. So she had all of these people there. And she did. Huge turnout. and. Okay. I thought it was so cute how she's like, she gets like shy about that stuff. Yeah. But I know it touched her to have so many people. Oh, show yeah. Up. And that there were, and again, that there were five times more people there for her than for anyone else. Like, I mean, that, that's got to make a girl feel amazing, right. you know. She, what were you going to say, though, Jessica? <laughs> so we had a nacho bar because we have a nacho cheese dispenser because Matt's always wanted one. <laughs> <laughs> And nacho bars are easy with the crowd. People can put what they want on them. So we had a nacho bar after and Steve was in charge of the chips. Because <laughs> he's like, I need to do something. Tell me what I can bring. And Steve showed up with like 
15 bags of, of chips. chips. <laughs> well, we had a lot of people it, at the baptism. Yes. I don't know how many people are going to be there. And it made each me person how gets hungry they so were going to be. I mean, and he had like this tiny car at the time, and your car was like basically <laughs> full of chips. Front seat, back seat, couldn't see out the back window. It's so funny. And what did we go through? Like with the chips, three and a half. I think we went through like three bags, four bags, maybe. But and then we were trying to decide what to do with all the chips. Thank you for coming. Take a bag of chips. Thank you for coming. (laughs) Chips for you. Chips for you. Uh, We also decorated gingerbread cookies that day. That's a family or gingerbread houses. That's a tradition we have. So we was that day. Yeah, we had the family, like a bunch of the family stayed in that too. At least my family. I think yeah. your family left, but I don't remember Steve's family. Well, I remember Steve's family. They went to a football game, oh. I believe. Boise State was playing that day. Hmm. I don't know. I think they scored some tickets and went down to the football game after the baptism, after luncheon. Was I included in that? Steve, or were you going to share? I think so. I was just going to say, and during the middle of the lunch, your dad and I went for a ride in my Corvette. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when Matt or Steve's dad went. So for my a ride dad with has Matt. seen the white leather seats, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which that was actually a big deal because it's not like you've been around Steve's dad a whole lot. No, yeah, no, I've never had like one on one time with with Steve's dad. And yeah, pretty much the only things you know about him, you know, for me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we had a good conversation. Mm. <laughs> what you talk about? Do you really want to know? I think I've, I'm sure I've heard this. I'm sure I don't you have remember, too. but okay. Tell me. Are you going to so, tell us? <laughs> is it podcast worthy, or am I going to want it edited? Well, you can decide uh, that you, after you hear it. That. So, so like I said, it, it was it was just a quick drive around in the Corvette and because Steve's dad likes yeah. Corvettes. Mm, he has a seventy something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he has a seventy seven, seventy six, or something like that. So you were Black bonding Corvette. over Corvettes. Yeah. So you were doing guy stuff and bonding over cars. And, <laughs> <laughs> so we went for a ride and he thanked me just as earlier in the day Steve had thanked me for baptizing mm. Penny. We should and, talk about that. Yeah, and so your dad basically said, "Hey, thank you so much for for baptizing my granddaughter." That was it's really noble of you to, you know, be willing to do that. And I said, "Yeah, it was my pleasure." And he then followed that up with Steve has no idea how much he's going to be struggling with Penny in the future. And and I didn't know exactly what he meant by that. Still don't know to this day. But anyways. I assume he was implying because I'm not in the church. Could be. Or something. Yeah. Didn't you follow that up with saying how much you appreciated Steve? Because I thought there was, yeah, that you expressed to him. Yeah. And, And I did. I expressed to your dad, like, Steve's a good dad. Like Steve loves and adores Penny and will support her in whatever decisions she she wants to make. So anyway. Mm. Anyway, we haven't talked much about my dad on the podcast, but Nope, we haven't. He's not exactly my biggest supporter. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the conversation between you and Matt? You two. I was in the bathroom right after the baptism. <laughs> I was changing. I was peeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh after he'd uh zipped up and buttoned up his his pants. Yeah, after. Let's yeah. <laughs> yeah, we you know 
where I was just finishing up getting dressed and, and Steve came over and was like, Hey, thank you for doing that. It just hadn't occurred to me that you and I hadn't actually talked about, I don't think we'd had like a one-on-one mm-hmm. about the fact that you were baptizing Penny. And I was just very grateful that, and I told this to you that I was just really grateful that she had a stepdad that she had a close enough, strong enough relationship with that she was comfortable doing this with him and that you were able to be there for her in this way that I couldn't be. Yeah. And to me, it was just one more instance of like a good partnership that we have. And we both have Penny's best interests at heart and made this about her and not us. And yep. Cause that's what it's, and I was parents. That's what it's about. And I was genuinely grateful to you for, for doing that for her. Yeah, so that was our one-on-one in the bathroom. Oh <laughs> that was our bro time. I'm like all teary. Bro time in the men's room. <laughs> and then Matt throws that in there. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> and this is really what is cool about our relationship and what does make it work is that we're willing to recognize that we can't fulfill all of the needs of our daughter, right? Like none of us could do that on our own. And we recognize and appreciate where the others step in. Yeah. And the bottom line is like, even though we come from, our kids are growing up in the quote unquote broken home, right? (laughs) It doesn't have to be a broken home. It it can be a, hey, why don't we look at it as- Why don't we call it an expanded home? Yeah, exactly. Why don't we look (laughs) at- A double home. As an expanded home. Like, hey, there's more people that are loving these kids. Like, let's focus on that. Right. So I think that's what we try really hard to do. Penny has I, I, two safe places. Yeah. And more people who love her and support her and that she can trust and turn to. And, and Steve, I, I relate quite a bit to you in the fact that I haven't baptized my own kids. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I haven't even had the opportunity to see them get baptized. And that to me is, is, is hurtful. Right. But at the same time, like I recognize that I've had the opportunity to, to baptize my stepdaughter. And that's awesome. Yeah. But, you know, I relate to the fact that it, it is a big thing of being hurt that we haven't been able to baptize our own children. Right. And it's hard. But, again, we can only control what we can, right? And this was, I feel like, a really good bonding experience for you and Penny. And I feel like you guys have been closer ever since then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was definitely... And so while that was something Steve didn't get to do, it allowed Penny to feel closer to Matt, which is important to all of us that, you know, she has good relationships with all three of us. So, you know, it's one of those moments I'm really proud of us, you guys, (laughs) (laughs) in the most humble of ways, but just, yeah, super grateful that we're here. What were you going to say? I just say on a personal level, her, you know, I dreaded her baptism for years. I'm sure. Leading up to it. I mean, she was one when we split and I left the church and it just like haunted me knowing that one day she was going to get baptized by someone else and not me. And I was just terrified that it was going to be a sickening experience for me. And it was really, it gave me cause to reflect on where I was at, what decisions I'd made, and how I felt about where I was at. And it wasn't a negative thing for me. I didn't, like, I didn't have regrets about falling short or not being who I had intended to be. It was, 
it was a chance for me to take a look at myself and say, no, I'm, I'm in a good place. I'm on a good path. I'm happy with who I am. This worked out great for Penny. And I don't know, it was, it was just, it was a good chance for me to really determine whether or not I had just ended up where I did or whether or not I actually was on a path that I was choosing to be on. And the answer was yes. I was, I was in a place that I wanted to be in. And that was a, I mean, it was a fulfilling thing for me to be able to, to admit to myself. Mm-hmm. All right. And it takes a lot of work. Yeah. To get to that point. Yeah. But it's good work. Good job, team. Job. <laughs> we don't have time to go into the closure about yeah. Tommy. I feel like this was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> we have hit our max time limit. So we'll go into it next week. But we yeah. wanted to cover that because... Tommy was involved, and that was a very pivotal moment, I feel like, for all of us and Steve, world colliding and just all of these things coming together. Oh, yeah. I mean, all of our families being there and everything. It was just an amazing, it was an amazing day. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Steve's starting to whisper. (laughs) That means he's done. (laughs) All right, y'all. Have a good week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Husband-in-Law. All right. Now we have a challenge for you. We challenge you to go give someone a huge hug or send a simple gratitude note who needs to receive it specifically from you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, please be sure to do so now. Also, don't forget to give us a review. We read every single one of them. Until next time, keep striving to make your relationship the best it can possibly be.